One Great Conversation, a place where we strive to become whole and complete personally and professionally by bringing great minds together and giving you, the listener, the authentic conversation you crave. One great guest at a time. Welcome back to One Great Conversation. Kane Thompson, the business owner of Rely Supply, joined us today and shared some key truths and insights around business ownership, the right choice not always being the easy choice, and above all, resilience. You're in for a real treat with this one. And as usual, some really transferable tools and insights can be taken away from our conversation. After all, that's one of our goals here at One Great Conversation, showing us how we are all more connected than we think. Enjoy and thanks for listening. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. I really appreciate that Simon has connected us and that you've come onto the podcast today onto One Great Conversation to chat about Really Supply. Yeah, awesome. And um yeah, I appreciate being here. It's a um, yeah, it's a great experience, and yeah, I always appreciate being able to talk about the business journey <laughs> yeah. and, and where we are and, yeah. and what's on the cards for the future. So that's, that's awesome, Kane. It's great. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me. My pleasure. So at Lux's Greats, we talk a lot about we are the creators of our reality. Mm-hmm. What does that actually mean at Really Supply? Can you give us your take on it? Yeah. So um at at Rely, I was thinking about... Sorry, I said that no, wrong no, the whole okay. time. At Rely. Yeah, so. yeah, that's all good. Um, <laughs> so I've been giving this question some thought. I really liked it. Um, and I think for us at Rely, how I see in our business, it's re- we're responsible for our own reality. In our business, we've got the especially our division heads. And I'd say that even the people on the ground in their role every day, they do have a lot of autonomy. And for us... There, it's been responsible for the reality of where we are at this current moment in time. And I think there's positives and there's challenges that come along with that. So from a positive standpoint, if one of our division heads has decided to unpack a process or in something that's not going right in the business and they've impl- implemented something new that's made things more efficient or we've got things to our client quicker, that's a positive. Um, but I think on the flip side of that and... I'm, I'm sure a lot of people could relate to this, but it may be when you're going through a recruitment process and you're under pressure and you need to get help, but then at that point you might just, you won't stick to your, your gut feelings or the principles that you want to recruit That's to. That's it. And mm-hmm. you get the wrong person in and then mm-hmm. six months down the track, you're in that same situation that you were before. So once again, it's then taking ownership of that and being responsible and saying, well, I've created this, so what am I going to do differently? And I quite like in the book um, about Netflix, no rules rule. Yeah, they, I haven't they, seen that one. Yeah, yeah. okay, and it's, it's a lot about their culture, but what they talk about in the book is that they'll celebrate wins, but then they shine the light on on things that go wrong. Yeah. So they can unpack it and learn from it, Love it. and taking away those learnings. So. Yeah. That's how I sort of long-winded answer, but I think that's how it sort of feeds into our business at Rely. That's awesome. And it's, I guess we we use sporting analogies a lot here. Well, Tim, our CEO does, he loves sporting analogies. Yeah. Talking about, you know, if we're focusing on um, NRL and I'm sure it's the same in AFL, (laughs) should be be most sports. Yep. Watching the game back straight after to see what's happened. Yep. You're you're looking at it and going, okay, well, this is where it's worked. This is where it's had hasn't Mm -hmm. you know you have that debrief so yeah yeah i think that reflection piece is important to see what's worked well what hasn't and you know what can you do differently next time yeah it's huge Mm -hmm. for sure and it's it's a lot of the times it's not it's never complex (laughs) it's usually the simplest answer isn't it correct yeah Yeah. but it's not i suppose not compromising on 
on your beliefs and, and, and what you're trying to achieve. Absolutely. And another saying is, you know, there's the easy decision and the right decision, but the easy decision is not always the right decision. And I think that's like very important and it has been important for us in the business mm. from my where I sit all the way through. Mm. So mm. sometimes you've got to make the right decision and it's not always going to be easy but if that's you stick it. to it. Yeah. Yeah. It'll, it'll pay to, off in the long run. It'll lead yeah. to great things for yeah. sure. That's awesome. No, I love that. And we spoke about this uh, just before you came on. So uh, mm. Rely recently rebranded uh, the new yep. company Why. So bef- uh, before it was giving businesses their time back and now it's because uniforms matter. Can you tell us how that transition went? Yeah, definitely. Mm. So I think to start with, um, I'll talk about, so the giving back time to our clients. So that initially when we really, so the first five years of our business journey was, I started the business when I was 24. So I had to, there was a lot of growing. I grew grew up in the business at the same time. So yeah, the first five years were a bit of a a, a debacle. Um, But I think at that five year mark, we, really started to hone in about or, or I sort of thought to myself what's what am I passionate about in the business yeah. and I always loved things to be simple mm. um, and you know there's a saying that within our industry it's just taking the noise out of supplying uniforms um, from an outsider looking in it's quite a, like a simple process to mm. order uniforms and get them but there's a lot of nuances and complexities that are like within that process so that was our, our sort of passion at the initial stages and we developed things in the business around simplifying the, the supply process mm-hmm. and then in turn giving time back to our clients. Um, but as we were talking about earlier with Tim, yes. that supply process is quite broad. So within our industry, we've got uniforms, we've got safety equipment, we've got boots, it goes on and on. And as we've grown, it's very hard to be good at all those different Absolutely. product sectors. So we sat there and we thought like, what What's important to us and, and where does our passion lie? And our passion lies in uniforms. We, we believe they matter. We believe, mm. you know, a, a good uniform creates connection in the workplace. We believe employees, if they're supplied a good uniform, that's, it gives a direct positive impact to how they feel about it the organisation. does, 100%. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, like tr- it's tradies will be the first to complain if they've got something <laughs> that shrinks or it rips. But then it's funny when mm. you talk to them, they attach that to how the company feels about them. So, yeah, because that shows that you care about them if you're giving them a quality uniform. Correct. Yeah. Yep. So we've honed in on that now and, and we've released that um, that rebrand and it's amazing in the business now that reconnection to purpose. Mm-hmm. So everybody's on board with that. They're passionate about it. And it, ultimately we want to transform a lot of businesses would look at supplying uniforms as a cost, but we want to look at that. We want to change that to an investment. Love that. Yeah. yeah. You brought a lot of clarity to me just now through that, uh, you know, with it being a cost and trying to cut costs in those little things. But if a company shows that they care about their team by giving them a uniform that the team member is comfortable in and proud of wearing, they'll happily put it on every day. Agreed. Mm. And they may, and it may just be those little things that they do when nobody's around because if mm. they feel proud mm. and it's yeah that I think definitely all those parts contribute mm. to what the culture of a company so mm. yeah we're pretty excited about that and it's like I said it's just really good with our team now to reconnect our purpose yeah. and to hone in on one area yes. instead of trying to be what a relief yeah exactly exactly <laughs> exactly so yeah we're very excited about that mm. and it's sort of we still have that simplicity element to it 
but really the the, the focus yeah. is uniforms. Yeah, love that. And I, I, I'm excited for you guys. I feel really moved by the difference that you'll be able to make for everyone. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. No, it is really good. Cool. And their, bra- their branding connects with that as well, which I really love. And marketing is definitely not my strong suit. I've sort of neglected that. It's not easy. No, it's <laughs> not. I neglected it over the, the past 13 years. Um, but we've got my partner, Tiff, in the business. She's sort of heading up that area with um, Matt as well. And I'm, it inspires me now as well. So I'm loving this journey as well. Ah, that's the main. I'm loving being proved wrong. <laughs> I love that. I love that you're yeah so honest about that. That's awesome. Yeah. So we know that things don't always go to plan in business. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you get back on track quickly after a setback rather than being attached to things not going as planned? I know it can be really hard sometimes to let go. I think I'm still definitely learning how to be better at that. I think exercise and like what you do outside of work definitely Good like point. a routine is, is massive for me. I enjoy, as we were talking about earlier, like running's something that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. I just... I enjoy the whole process of it. I enjoy the fact that I don't want to do it before I do it. <laughs> I enjoy being out there because I feel instantly better. But then the gratification when you stop yeah. and you're finished and you're like, I didn't want to do it. I feel amazing after it. I enjoy that whole process. So I, I definitely think like that sort of routine helps. The other part that I've Simon's drummed into me a lot and I think is so true is just taking ownership of a situation. Mm. I think as soon as you can take ownership, of whatever's taken place, you can move forward. Mm. But I think while you're constantly blaming or, you know, looking to point a finger, it, it makes it a lot hard to reconcile with the challenge that's taken place and then have a clear enough head to think of a strategy to move forward. Absolutely. And it, it makes things drag on too. Like if you're constantly blaming people or things or the government or, you know, the whatever the hell is going on out there at the moment, you're at effect of everything that's happening around you you're Absolutely. not you're not being in control of what you can control exactly yeah, yeah that's right and it's as we know the last you know sort of three years have been very tumultuous with all, very strange times yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah. but if you can take ownership of things that you can be accountable for yeah. and that's and like your attitude or your feelings and your emotions are definitely things that we can all be accountable for absolutely so i think that yeah that definitely helps yeah. But once again, there are definitely times where things drag out a little longer than they should. <laughs> yeah. I think ultimately in the end, it's, it's because you are responsible for it. Mm. So you probably, there's a level of frustration with yourself. Yeah. That you, need, you need to work through those stages of grieving, I suppose. Absolutely. Um, and to pivot from the agenda a little bit, I'm actually curious because uh, we've been having different business owners on here. Yeah. Um, and we had our own experiences, you know, through COVID with Lux's Greats. Mm-hmm. What did you know, 2020-ish look like for you guys? How did you make it through? What I loved and I think that we did really well as, as an organisation is we communicated. Mm. So we didn't we didn't neglect or we didn't put our head, head in the sand about things that were happening. I think that, that, re- that. really worked well. Mm. The other part that I believe that we did well with the business and we were lucky because we were deemed an essential service, but we our, our place was safe to come to work. But we said as an organisation that we're going to, if it's, if our operational staff are at work, then if it's safe and our, you know, office-based people can be at work, they're going to be there as well. Excellent. And we just committed to making sure that coming to work each day, there's, there was a lot of unknowns happening outside of work, but at least that, that our team knew that when they come to work each day, 
it was going to be the same. There was going to be routine there. Yeah. You know, people could – and everyone obviously had different feelings about what the situations that were unfolding, but they were familiar faces. You could have conversations and there was still that connection there. So yeah. I think that's what we really – what I'm proud of that we did as an organisation. Yeah, as you should be. No, for sure. We we really rate culture and connection here as well, which is why we love to create, you know, office spaces where people are happy and proud to come to and an environment where we all feel – connected and we can be open and honest and yeah it's it's super important to have that i think yeah massive mm. massive mm. yeah cultures we've got what we call our four pillars of success at rely oh do you yeah, yeah. yeah. that's so very similar language um no wonder simon said <laughs> that you and tim were on the same trajectory yeah okay yeah yeah that's good to, yeah good to yeah. know but yeah that's it's been it's it's been massive for our business I, I still remember the day that we're probably going again off topic a little bit no, but okay. um when I connected back up with Simon in 2017, I just, I was really like, I was just tired in the business. So I couldn't get, we, yeah. the people weren't right. We had some good people, but there was areas that it wasn't right. And I started thinking to myself that maybe this is just how it is. Maybe, you know, mm. people in the warehouse just come to work each day and they just don't like it. And that's, we just got to accept that. And there's going to be some divisions mm. in the business that just don't like coming to work. And I remember catching up with Simon oh, and explaining yeah. that and he's just like, no. Nah. He's probably like, no. Yeah, exactly <laughs> nope. that. Yeah, yeah. Don't accept that. <laughs> yeah. And then that's when the, the the pillars were born and then and then having those in the business and making sure that we lead by those pillars and, and manage to those as well, yeah. is it's been, yeah, transformational. Sounds life-changing. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It really is, honestly. Yeah. 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 And it's it, that, uh, once again, it's what I love about the business and this conversation or this sort of phrase is communicated a lot is that we've got a lot of different people from different backgrounds, different nationalities, cultures, but when you boil down to it, they're, they're all aligned with the pillars and that's what the most that's important it. is, yeah. important part. So it's great. Yeah, no, that that's that's really solid. I, I think that a lot of people who listen to this, if they haven't <laughs> already got those types of things in place, they'll definitely consider them, so... Yeah, and it's not. It's yeah. It, it, there's so much, so many different forms of commentary around it as well. Like you know, yeah. is it just something that goes on a wall that people, you know, have in their business? Do they just do it as a tick box exercise? Mm, mm. But I think being leaders in in the business and not an owner or a CEO, but even like leading a division, yeah, it's important. Like you've got to align yourself with those, and you're responsible for your team, mm -hmm. and it's a collective effort. I could go into our business and talk about our pillars till I'm blue in the face. But if everybody else disregards it, then they're just What's words. The point? Yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. So everyone's responsible and I think it's very important. So, so, so true. Listener question segment. Yep. Um, so this is an exciting new thing that we've uh, started doing, opening it up to our listeners um, to see, you know, what they would be interested in asking our guest mm -hmm. that's featuring on One Great Conversation. So starting from the top, could you share some insights into the challenges you face when starting the business and how you overcame them? I can. I've got a... If you um, pick like one or two. <laughs> I've got one major, um, yeah. one pivotal point um, through my business journey. So I actually co-founded Rely, which was one-stop workwear originally when we first started out. Um, mm -hmm. And I co-founded it with a, a friend at the time. And as things go, friends in business... Being 24, you don't really know what you're looking for out of a business partner. And things, unfortunately, didn't go to plan. Um, there was probably just, you know, boiling it down. There was just a disalignment in, like, where we wanted to see the business go sure. and maybe in value set as well. But so I had to – we had to 
part ways basically mm. and I've not been divorced and going through this process now, I don't ever want to be divorced because I think this would be the closest <laughs> thing to being divorced. Um, Doesn't sound easy at all. No, and it's not. But I mean, this this is like this is all part of the journey as well. Yeah. And I still remember, and I, I don't think I'll ever forget it. And I remember we were going through the valuation process to to work out a figure to, to sort of part ways. And I'd lent on family, friends. Um, my brother had sort of put his house up God. as collateral to sort of. And it wasn't a large sum of money, but it was just. But still, I, it's I a had lot no of money. involvement. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's a lot of involvement. Um, and I remember coming out of the Clem Seven Tunnels on in Brisbane, and I got a call from the the accountancy that were looking after it, and they sort of said it was like a, an extra amount of money, and I just didn't know how I was going to do that. And it was, yeah, it was just so heartbreaking. But yeah. what I learned through that whole process, we obviously come out the other side and and and, and figured that out. But mm. resilience is yes. probably like the biggest thing. That's. Mm. That's the – it just sticks with me. It doesn't matter what's going on, just keep turning up. Mm. There's always going to be an answer. There's going to be a solution. There's always a light at the end of the tunnel. But reconnect back to your purpose as to like why you're doing what you do, you know. And it for me in that process it was – we only had a very small team then but I was committed to the team mm. and I just – I knew I just had to keep turning up. Yeah. And I loved – like I love business, like I love what I do. Mm. And I had to just keep re- reminding myself about that. Mm. But it's just that, that yeah, I don't th- – I'm definitely not like the smartest person in the room and, and like there's a lot more people with more experience and, and that sort of thing. But I think if that, there's one thing that you can be accountable for, it's resilience. Yeah. You don't need to have, you know, you don't need to be the smartest person no. or the most experienced. You've just got to keep turning up. Absolutely. And I think that's the difference. Yep. There's a lot of people who could maybe be smarter or they could be more qualified but – I think resilience plus attitude. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. 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 Oh, that was really moving. I was like trying <laughs> not to be emotional because, yeah, Tim has a very similar story right now with expanding to America. Yeah. Okay. And putting up houses and. Yep. Yeah. So it's a lot to see it happen and then to hear similar stories. Like it's not, like, I guess. It's hard, but it's also heartwarming to hear that he's not the only one. Like it's not um, no one else is going through this kind of thing yep. or no one else has gone through this. It seems to be tough challenges being a business owner. For sure, yeah. yeah. And I mean it's, it probably comes back to what your goals are as well mm. and the bigger the goal, I suppose, the more <laughs> yeah. the risk. And That's it. But I think it's, you know, I, I, I mean like it's always at Luxus Crates and the owner was – putting up that sort of collateral, I'd be motiv- more motivated than ever to do my piece and, and sort of help out and contribute because, yeah, you can't – you wouldn't get a more committed owner that's doing any more that's than it. that. So yeah, it's inspiring. It's huge. It's inspiring and, and huge, definitely. How does Rely stay agile and adaptable in a rapidly changing business environment and how does this benefit your clients was the next question. Um, I think a major part of what we or our focus, we're definitely technology driven. Okay. Um, so we love like we love we love an app. <laughs> you um, love an app. We love an app for sure. Love that. Um, we de- we're not we're definitely not complacent either. In if we're a, a system is working, we won't just sort of neglect that and go okay that's working. Let's just move on to the next thing. Okay. We are. Interesting. We're, we're definitely. I, I say I'd say we definitely stay curious. Is probably yeah the answer to that and it's it is like a, a it's business is changing so quickly mm. we're talking to a, an ai a company that builds ai software okay yeah it's 
it you literally what limit what I've taken away from the process so far you're limited by your thoughts <laughs> <laughs> that's true yeah it is and true. it's like but the thing is is that the businesses I believe that will adapt to that and and sort of overcome that mm. will will move quicker and, and probably like stay anything. ahead of the curve yeah, yeah like yeah. anything definitely yeah but it's yeah it's it's, it's definitely an interest, interesting time for sure but yeah, I just I think technology is yeah my answer. Very cool. And Simon, so hopefully, <laughs> hopefully our listeners by now know that Simon, you know, is the business and we'll call him life coach, Zen yep. master, yeah, yeah, yeah. Simon Bell. Um, he doesn't so much do that kind of stuff anymore. He's um, got Tuesday Studios now. He's you know. On his own adventure. Yeah, yeah, yep. taking on Hollywood. Yeah. Um, so Simon's coaching often touches on personal development and leadership. So how have his insights influenced your approach to leadership within your organization? Because a lot of the team here at Lux's Greats love Simon Bell, yep. me included. He's yep. an amazing human. So we're keen to see how it worked out for you. Um, I, so Simon's been like a massive part of my business life over the the 13 years and personal as well. So I suppose like going back, so I met Simon sort of in the first 12 months of my business journey. So we signed up to a, the uh, National National College of Business was at the time and Simon was the um, the facilitator there and I remember him driving in, in his BMW and turning up in his suit at that time. This must have been not long before he um, was a car salesman. It was, yeah, yeah. And that, that was his pitch at the start. This is what I did in the past. And I'm a cheesy, sleepy yeah, car yeah, salesman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was a young and impressionable 24-year-old and saw those things um, that he had. And But I, was, I think I was always attracted to his charismatic approach and the way that he listened. And I remember the first bit of advice or the first thing I took away from him through that process was be coachable. And I was like, look, if there's anything else I can commit to, it's that. So at that point, I was sort of like, if you know, if I, someone suggests doing it, let's give it a go sort of thing. Yeah. So through that journey, Simon and I were like pretty closely connected at that point in time. And there was sort of a five-year gap where we went off and did some other business things and I was away doing my thing. And then we reconnected back up in, in 2017. But... I think what my learnings from that was, or my, my takeaways with from working with Simon is just that curiosity piece, mm. um, being responsible for your reality or where you are at yeah. a certain point in time, and probably just don't don't compromise. But like everything is possible, mm. you've got to put it out into the universe and mm. and focus on that. Um, and I think those things and like the people and, and culture development, I think he the it must be the same at Luxus Greats, but the transformation that our business had from 2017 to where it is today with our people, yeah. but now with, and, and with myself. And I think there's a, the reason that we have so many great people in the business now is because of the development work that Simon's done with me. They believe in what I'm doing. Mm. They can see that I'm growing and, and, and sort of changing and it motivates them as well. And I think all those things combined together have, yeah, been the major learnings and, and things that, yeah, I'm grateful for having Simon for. He is definitely <laughs> an influential person and, yeah, we're so grateful for him as well. I yeah. think I think it's important to have someone external from, you know, what you're doing to be able to guide you and see things from that extra perspective. Absolutely. Because you know? you're, in, you're in it all the time and 
you might miss certain things. Yep. Yeah. And he definitely trues you up sometimes. Oh, <laughs> doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is, um, yeah, I love that about him as well. Yeah. 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 And he some, can have both sides. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's right. He de- That's what, uh, and I talk about the charismatic piece, but I think it does, he's got just such a deep understanding of people. He'll know when to go hard and sort of just to give you a good kick up the bum. But then other yeah. t- times you'll know when to come through very, with an empathetic approach and yeah. sort of lend an ear and, mm. and understand the situation. So. Yeah. Very, very grateful for that skill. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> when you first started the organisation and this, I feel like you answered with the rebrand, but yep. you can maybe even flip <laughs> up the answer, see see how you feel. Okay, cool. So when you first started the organisation, how did you choose which products to sell? And maybe we could even flow that back into now how you've picked one. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. So I think, look, I'll, I won't spend too much time at the start because, okay. I, like I said, in the first five years, we were just, yeah, I was, I had a fair bit of growing up to do. I think yeah. the idea just sort of stemmed from, you know, two friends getting together and sort of coming up with this idea of a retail yeah. workwear store in Corumban on the Gold Coast. Sort of oh, thing. Cool. And it, it didn't go, sort of go much further than that. From <laughs> yeah. there, we just sort of stumbled our way through. But Bringing it back to like the Neo and, and, and the uniform piece, deciding on uniforms was we loved that piece around the connection and the culture. The culture is so strong at Rely and that's where the uniform piece come about. That's it. Um, mm. We've also got a lady in our business, Brenda. She's been in the industry for over 40 years um, and she's just an absolute gem. I'm so thankful to have her. She's been another pivotal recruit in the organisation but her – Knowledge, she, she started with Hard Yakka sort of 40 plus years ago wow. when they were still making workwear in Australia. And just to see her passion feed off her passion, and it just seemed like a waste of of industry knowledge to, you know, we've we've connected up with TAFE now and we're, you know, ha- we've got um, students coming through that are doing like certs. Amazing. Training. Yeah, and, and yeah. drawing on that knowledge and sort of being able to give back. So all those things contributed to the, to the, to the uniform piece. And look, as we were saying at the start as well, we just we've got to pick one thing and try and be really good at it. Yes. And and focus on that. Yes. And and that's that's what we've decided to go with. Yeah, love that. Yeah. And I think it sounds like it brought a fair bit of clarity too on that purpose and your the why when you when you were clear on why you picked uniforms. There, yep. there's substance behind it. Absolutely. Yeah. And that 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 passion piece around it. And yeah. You know, we talk about like elevator pitches, which I'm sure you've heard before. Yes, I tried to <laughs> really refine my elevator pitch for one great conversation. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 and it's challenging. Yeah. It's challenging because it's like, how do you choose what's most important? You know, and yep. help people understanding that quick little bit what it's all about. Yeah, yeah. I had my my brothers um, in business as well, and he always like drummed that into me. He's like, "What if you get in a you know elevator tomorrow with the guy that CEO of Rio Tinto? How are you going to?" And it's yeah. those, those things. Yeah. And it, we, we were with that simplified supply solution originally, but over time, like obviously it expanded and yep. yeah, we had to redefine it again. So And being okay with redefining. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Knowing, knowing when it's okay to do so and not like because I feel there would be quite a few, you know, businesses out there or even in your personal life, even in your personal life, you could see something that you've spent so much time on, time, years, effort, you don't want to change that because you think, geez, I've invested so much of myself. Yep. How can I just now go put that down? We're doing it this way. But 
they're those hard choices through mm-hmm. love yep. that need to be done. It's not always an easy choice, as you said earlier, yep. but it has to be done. Yep. Yeah. And I think business is what brutal as well. Mm. So if you just hold on to something just for that factor, your business will suffer and it'll it become irrelevant, yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Just because it's always been done that way or because, you know, you're not you're not being open to the fact that things change. Yep. And your customer has their needs change or, you yep. know, they value different things. Yeah. Yeah. And it's been different in the industry as well. Mm. You know, and it sounds like what like what you guys do at Luxus. Yeah. Around, you know, you've picked that one product but yeah. really honed in on that. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, I'm sure there's a lot of other organisations that would be just absolutely petrified to do that. 100%. And, you know, for listeners that might not have heard of Lux's Greats before just doing Greats, it was Lux's products. So it was tiles, pool fencing, glass, um, lights, toilets, toilet seats, (laughs) whatever could bring (laughs) money in. Yeah, yeah. Whatever could bring money in because. Tim, our CEO, this is a bit of a tangent. Um, Tim, our CEO, he used to be an electrician. Yep. Okay. And he he had go. he had a business, an electrical business before this, and you know things didn't work out the way that he wanted, and he had to completely start over. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't often tell people about the bankruptcy thing because at first, you know, you're quite ashamed. You. That's a hard, hard thing to bit of pill to swallow. Choose, sure. yeah, yeah. You definitely. have to make that choice and say, okay, well, I'm filing for that, mm-hmm. and start over. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, he felt the way he felt for a long time, and trying to build that courage up again. And yeah, the in those initial days, months, years of bringing things back up and running, it's selling whatever you can sell to bring money in to then help that vision of what you actually want to do come to life. Agreed. Yeah. Yep. So he had to do the hard shit yep. Yep. <laughs> himself. Like he was out there on the forklift, packing tiles, moving tiles, unloading containers as the CEO of yeah, the business, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, doing crazy, crazy weeks, no days off. Yep. Um, drinking so much energy drinks and <laughs> coffee and just <laughs> you're like, this sounds pretty familiar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No one else to help. Like, where yeah. are all your mates, right? Yeah, when yeah, you actually yeah, yeah. need them. Um, and going, okay, well, we've got, as as he mentioned earlier before we started filming, that all that 30% in this, 30% in that, 30% in that. No, we need to choose, as scary as it is, 100% in one product and knowing why that product yep. to then move forward with and being the best that you can be in the market at that one product. Yep. That's the clarity. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So. And it's and like even doing going through that process is challenging. So trying to do that with multiple products or being yeah. good at multiple different things is yeah, that's what is it? A bird in the hand or is it he who chases two rabbits end up with none? I think it's a Confucius quote. So. There you go. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. 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 Just yeah. yeah, pick one thing and be really, really good at it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So. There's a little backstory. <laughs> um, all right. So you spoke about some self-care practices before. Yep. Um, is there anything else other than running that you sort of do? Because a lot of people will appreciate this insight, I believe, because running your own business, it's not just a walk in the park. <laughs> Shit doesn't go to plan. Um, you have to make tough choices. 
from someone who is exposed to that kind of stuff, how do you get back on track? Is it mostly running? Is there anything else that you do? No, I think I've recently, um, my partner Tiffany and I, or, um, she's Elle's 15 months old now, so we've got a, a little oh, uh, a daughter, which has um, been absolutely amazing. Um, I bet she keeps you fit. You're running around after her. Yeah, yeah, I've got yeah, a 21-month-old. Yeah. Oh, have you? Yeah. A, yeah. a daughter as well? Or? A son. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's such an amazing journey. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. so she's... Yeah. um. She's talking in her own language at the moment, walking around, pointing to things. And, yeah. Yeah. But I think I think there's one thing that I have learned and probably only from this time of having yeah. L come into the world, but it's being having a right measure of everything or like the key parts that are important. So family, obviously there's health and fitness is a big <laughs> part of it as well. And something that I'm really struggling with at the moment, but I know is important is some sort of hobby outside of... I don't Jesus. have any of that at the moment. <laughs> so it's that the wheel of life, yeah. right? So yep. keeping all those things balanced. And I think definitely as a business owner would be hard to keep that balanced. But then add a toddler into the mix. It's like so much, and I say this in a positive way, self-sacrifice to get those foundational years so strong yep. with another human being in the world that sometimes, yeah, you have to let other things, you selectively let other things go but you know it's not like that forever. Correct. But yeah, hobbies for me, I have none at the moment because there is absolutely no space for that. So I completely understand. <laughs> yeah, you feel it. You, f- yep. you feel you feel it for yeah, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and I'm like you, yeah, at the moment I don't have that sort of, I don't have that time for that. But I think just maybe being present to that and knowing that when the time does arrive and you do have that, it's important to slip that back in as well. Absolutely. So that you've got those different, um, those I suppose you're working on those different elements in your life. And I think especially having kids now, one sort of phrase that's I've been listening to a few parenting podcasts and things like that and one thing that stuck out to me, it's it's the choice of saying I'm having kids versus I'm being a parent. So being a parent's very different to just having kids. Yeah. And I want to be yeah. a parent and I yeah. want to yeah. want to show to Elle that, you know, through hard work you can achieve great things and, yeah. and anything's possible but – also outside of that, that there is more to work than, than life. Mm. Um, so I think working on those, having those three pieces, like those, they're, they're the three main pieces that mm. if I can get those going perfectly, perfectly, I know that life will be, business will be going along well and yeah. home life will be good and I'll be up for challenges when they pop up as well. Absolutely. And they sound like your big rocks, like big rocks Absolutely. versus small rocks. So you've identified what your big rocks are mm-hmm. and you put those in first and all the other small rocks can fit in. But if you didn't identify those big rocks, all those little rocks would take up all your space and then you wouldn't have time for those three that you've chosen. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So thank Perfect. you for identifying that. No, no <laughs> Last question and you've, already given so much insight so i this question yeah i'm kind of like don't even really need to ask it but it's all good yeah let's let's do it let's do it (laughs) if there's one key takeaway you would like our listeners to have from your episode today what would you like them to remember i'd say resilience would be the one yeah that'd be the major piece i just you know i'm not everybody's going through different challenges in life and, and and things like that but if you can just keep getting up and staying true to your purpose and actually, yeah, connecting to your purpose and making sure you've got a purpose and connecting to that. I think, yeah, I th- 
it's one way or another there's got to be a silver lining there somewhere there's a light at the end of the tunnel and you know even talking about what you've you were sharing with Tim before with his experience in a prior business I'm sure going through that process of you know having to go through bankruptcy at that point in time there was no silver lining but I look at what you guys have achieved here now and it's it's absolutely huge. It's bloody amazing. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> so it's inspiring and, and mm. like very impressive. But at that, that's I think that's where the resilience piece mm. just keeps feeding into that, that if you just keep turning up, there's going to be something there. Yeah. So. Thank you so much, Kane, for sharing all your valuable insights. I... To be honest, I had no idea what to expect <laughs> um, when you showed up today, but you've given so much more than I ever thought possible. Awesome. I really Thank appreciate you. it. Thanks no again for having me. No worries. Thanks so much for coming on. Okay. Bye, thanks. everyone. See you guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of One Great Conversation, brought to you by Lux's Greats. We hope you gain some valuable insights that you can implement into your personal and professional life. Please share this episode with others who you think may be interested in this topic. If there's something you'd like covered in future episodes, drop us a line in the comment section or send us a message on social media. To stay up to date with new episodes and to help support One Great Conversation, please subscribe or follow us on your favourite streaming platform.